set. Places, everybody. And action. Hi guys, you're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two Black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing Death Becomes Her from 1992, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Um, so we're back with another episode featuring a very wonderful guest. Um, we're very happy to have her here today. Um, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Hey, ladies. Uh, it's me, Brim Alondro. Um, If you don't know me, we'll get to know you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't know, I'm just, I guess most people know me as an archivist and I've done a few things like on YouTube, the Yeehaw Agenda, um, but I do love movies and I love this podcast. So I'm here. Yeah, this is long overdue. Um, I think we, when we first talked about having guests however long ago, we were just like, yeah, we gotta get Brie. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just like things kept happening where we did, because I guess like, you know, this will be a, a May episode. So of course. Of course. Like- <laughs> My birthday is next week. Oh, shoot. I mean, so that kind of ties into this. Because, I need to work uh, extra hard to put this episode out there. <laughs> well, no, you don't have to, but just because like, you know, I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> so it ties into this podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're going to be talking about aging. We're going to be talking about beauty. We're going to be talking about villainy, <laughs> plastic surgery, all the fun things um, about being a woman. Um, so like Bree said, she is known for a lot of things on the internet. Um, I know that myself as someone who was very hot on Tumblr, well, not hot on Tumblr, but at least I was active on Tumblr. Um, you were one of the, the people I saw the most, I think, because well, the way I used to find people on Tumblr was I would just search for random celebrities and, you know, be looking at pictures and gifts and stuff. And then I would see the same names a lot of the times. And your influence just has carried on. Y'all want to know mm-hmm. something about Tumblr that I don't think I've ever really talked about? It's like when I was heavy on Tumblr, I was like, I was married. I'm not married no more. I had just had a baby. And it was kind of like I had got into a lot of adult stuff like super early on, like, you know, in retrospect, I guess a little bit too early. And that was like such a release for me. So that's really, I guess, why I was on it so much and why it meant so much to me to be on Tumblr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it was so, it was interesting because I guess like I was on Tumblr, like, like I don't know how long, it was, it's been too long, honestly, but it was like <laughs> Travi McCoy was on Tumblr and I was like, <laughs> what the oh. fuck is this? Because I was tired of Live Journal and Twitter wasn't a thing yet, I don't think. Um, so I was like, what, what is all this pictures and stuff? I want to I I be messy with the, the pop punk fans. I want to see what's going on. So I went on there and like, there wasn't a lot of like black content at first, which I don't even think I like realized because it was so, yeah. you couldn't really connect with people like you can now. Like you couldn't really just find people that easily. It was like really, really siloed. But like you, I want to say like Rashida, I want to say, um, I why don't I know the name? I know the Tumblr. Tear this chair, tear that cherry out. 
Selena. So uh, yeah. Uh, um, she's nasty like Punana and uh, I think now it's Sura de Banda and I might be saying that so wrong. Yeah, but yeah. yes. Yeah, y'all have been kind of the the archivists of mm-hmm. the internet, um, especially for like late 90s and like early 2000s culture. Um, and I guess for like, for me and for Brittany, this is kind of like more of like a nostalgia thing. Cause like, that was like our time yes. <laughs> as, as young, like adults and young, like teens, almost adults. But like for a lot of people, like you're kind of their first, I guess, That's so access crazy point. <laughs> Cause you, you know, you're teaching people yeah, about eras. A lot of people online now are not born in the 1900s. <laughs> yeah. It's still weird to me like that when I'll be talking about a certain thing and they'll be like, I was three when this happened. I, I hate like, when they do the that. Hell? <laughs> I, I hate when they oh, do baby. that. <laughs> yeah. I never know how to respond. I'm like, well, that's cool. I, I don't, I think like, I think the, I think how I found out about Tumblr was it was this girl who had a blog called, uh, I don't even know how I found her blog, but it was like crazy sexella cool, like crazy sex cool TLC, like flip on that. And she had all these pictures and I didn't know where she had got the pictures from and it had like the hearts on it. Like she had, you know, her custom theme or whatever. And I was like, what is this? Let me get on this. And she, she's the one who like, like, you know, like y'all know, I used to be, I have that black Daria icon, mm-hmm. but she was like the first person I saw, like make Daria a black. And, yeah. she had, and I kind of like, I, I mean, I, I told her it was her that did it, but I like flipped her art or if she even made it I don't even know who made it but yeah yeah it was um it's just interesting to see because you start seeing all these like pictures of like models and and like old um like music video like behind the scenes things and like fashion and like you're kind of known at least like I guess like from like when I started following you, I would see a lot of like video vixen stuff and you always seem to have pictures. I was like, where did you find this picture? <laughs> it's hard work. <laughs> I, used to be, you- I used to be on like uh, hip hop message boards and stuff. There was a message board called HH board, like way back in the day, like I guess like 2004, 2005, 2006, had to be that era. Cause that's when like G unit was out and I'm a G unit person. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> I, but, I understand hey, yeah hey. And for the moment and I just it was a moment to see and you know but um they would post those things like the video big sins they would tell the name it was a lot of guys in there but um I don't know it's just searching and somebody uh I think it was destroyer is the one who taught me how to do a google image search like he's the first person I was like how did you because he saw he posted a picture I had never seen I was like how did you find this picture he's like oh you just google image search I'm like oh okay and that helps a lot trying to do your research so yeah Yeah, so I was gonna ask you like um I guess like do you have like sort of like from archiving did you just find that through through being online or were you more into like because I know you collect like magazines and stuff like that so like was that something that you did online or was that just like something that you'd always done pre-internet When I was younger, uh, I used to steal magazines from the grocery store and from the library. Uh, but I lost all those magazines, like just from moving and all that type of stuff. So, but I always love, I love magazines. And I also used to be on, it's kind of embarrassing to say, cause I don't know the reputation of this site now, but I used to be on atrl.net. 
or like, and it was like a TRL website, but we also would talk about the artist or whatever. They had a lot of pictures and stuff too. So I would be on there and that's, I would make gifts on there. It was like, uh, I guess like 2003, it was not like how you make gifts and Photoshop. And I don't know why I'm saying gifts because I say gifs and that's the way he said it's the correct way to say it. <laughs> so gifs, um, I used to make them back then like of music videos and stuff like that. But Tumblr, I had never seen it done and, and presented in the format that was Tumblr. And I just thought it was amazing that you could have it as a blog. Um, and uh, Rashida and Selena were like the first people that I was like, whoa, like those were the people that, that gagged me. Like they would post stuff that I had never seen before. And I'm like, whoa, like, what is this? You know, and it was just, I don't know, it was exciting. And um, a lot of the stuff that I was sharing on there was stuff that I felt like, you know, only a few people cared about. And it turned out that more people cared about it than just me. And I was like, okay, it'd be like little itty bitty stuff, like, you know, behind the scenes or this photo from this music video or whatever and now it's like that's like you know when people use this content they run whole instagram pages twitter pages whatever off of that and it's like hmm <laughs> but um yeah tumblr was great and I, I did not understand when i would talk to people about it they would always say it was about porn and i'm like no baby it, it is porn on there if you go if you want to get porn on there but that's not what i'm on there for it's like it's artistic and it's ar archival and it's creative and it's not just porn okay anyway yeah that was always the weird part i didn't i feel like you'd have to look for it to yeah. at least or like follow people like that cuz i was like i never seen I don't know where y'all be. <laughs> I don't know right. about y'all. <laughs> I mean, I seen I seen it for sure, but it's like, okay, if you follow a blog that only posts porn clips, then yeah, it's gonna be all porn, but it's not just nonstop porn. Yeah. You just you just tell me you must. <laughs> you get on Tumblr and it just all you see is porn, well that's yeah. that must be what you like. Yeah, I yeah. I was I always kind of thought that was kind of yeah. people telling on themselves because like Brittany you exactly. were you ran a, a Prince fan site mm -hmm. for a little bit mm -hmm. yeah I um, had Paisley Park which is still up where I like posted pictures and did some digging and attempted to post like um yeah I mean if they go looking like post like <laughs> concert clips and things like mm -hmm. that which I feel is valuable because a lot of that oh shit the don't come after me to this state I did not do that somebody else did but like are you are you trying to really, like are you trying to like, like um to, to remove yourself from any sort of legal yes <laughs> I mean allegedly somebody else you know allegedly 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 allegedly, allegedly. Let's, let's take a page allegedly. from the bodega boys and say allegedly allegedly, <laughs> allegedly people allegedly people did that allegedly but i but think like, like that's worth it because well not worth it yeah. but i feel like because you know there's so much misinformation and so yeah. many like people coming on and being like this is what this meant and i'm like no it didn't <laughs> yeah I'm like i lived during those times i did not mean that but like yeah if you have access to see like live concerts or shows that are no longer available like you need to preserve that that is information that's history you need to share it so people can see it so they don't distort that information right like you need it need to be shared with the masses I'm sorry <laughs> yeah yeah I think and I definitely remember that blog but that was that was I'm sorry to interrupt you Ashley that's okay um but I was just gonna say that was like that was another thing about Tumblr that was cool it's like you could find out about 
stuff that you never knew about, like about Prince and all that. And yes, you trust people like Britney because they know this shit and this stuff is not like they've actually found it somewhere or just know about it from living it. Like a lot of people that's going away. I guess older people, they don't care about archiving like I do or, or you do. So they don't really care about those moments. But if you weren't there, then yeah, it, it can easily get like misconstrued. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's kind of the biggest issue I see online nowadays is kind of, I don't know, people are just doing it for notes and retweets yeah. or are people just like, are you like, you're serious? <laughs> For like different, like, you know. Rewriting history. Yeah, people like to rewrite history sometimes as it's happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very interesting. I just saw one a very interesting, well, not interesting post, but like there was one post, I think yesterday, that was like, uh, it was time our elders didn't dress like this. <laughs> and it showed a lot. It was uh, um, Aretha Franklin and Prince. Yeah, Aretha Franklin, <laughs> no bra with a mesh top on <laughs> Everything was so wild. Hey, the wig was doing so much. And of course, you had Prince's biscuit butt. <laughs> like, I mean, which we all kind of knew, but sometimes people forget. <laughs> I know about that because Missy Elliott, like on one of her albums, she was like, Prince came out with his ass out. We thought he was going to come out with the front out too, or something. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if he hadn't, of like, probably converted to <laughs> I think he might have tried yeah. <laughs> at some point but you know he's like I gotta do this for the Lord so mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I don't do stuff like that anymore <laughs> um so I guess that brings up a good like question which is kind of like like what does archiving sort of mean to you does it you know are you doing it for your own personal entertainment still or is it more of like a you know, I got to educate these kids because they're out here moving crazy. Like, <laughs> how do you it's, feel about it now? It's definitely personal too, because I, I love those moments and I don't want them to go. But then it's like, also, I would like to see those moments. I would like for people to see those moments to see like, oh, wow, it was really like that. Like people who create music or do music videos or whatever, like, let me make something like that. I feel like it kind of got like, now it's better, you know, we have a lot of artists that are really creative and all that, but um, it got lazy for a minute. And I was like, why mm-hmm. is it like this? Like, why do y'all not want to do better? Is it really just about the money now or like what? So yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. It's educational and personal because I just like it and I can't let it go. So like, we could tell that you love film and like if you go on your Instagram, like you can see where your frame of references are, like with your like Halloween costumes, which are awesome. Oh like, yeah. Um <laughs> listeners like go visit her Instagram. You can see like previous Halloween costumes. Like I know you've done um The Bride from Kill Bill. If you haven't seen Kill Bill, I'm not gonna reveal the bride's name. Um and um Lisa from uh, weird science oh yeah weird science oh yes. yeah yes. yeah i was gonna say you did the one from um from bootylicious i think you did two of bootylicious ones right uh i did bootylicious and then i did janet i think the next year after that but that okay. was that that year that i did that bootylicious costume you know like 
of course my I had a kid and everything and I just I don't know like that year I just realized like hey I could do Halloween costumes when I was growing up my mom was like super Christian and she wouldn't when I was a kid she would but after my parents got divorced and she like got a new relationship with God and all this type of stuff uh, she wasn't big on like Halloween. We would go to church and I never really got to dress up. And that year I was like, man, I'm going to dress up. And that was like the first costume that came to mind. And I'm like, yeah, I could do this every year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Your but, costumes are pretty, pretty like, <laughs> I usually like, okay, what's Brie going to do? Because I've seen everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seen everybody I'm else's a- costume. What's what she got going? <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all what, what I'm thinking about to get y'all opinion off the mic. This is a secret. Okay, this is off the record. Yeah, off the record. Yeah. Y'all only talk right now. I oh, know. <laughs> we'll wait. You can tell us after. Okay. We'll wait. I was, I was gonna bleep it, but yeah. you can tell us. After. Oh. Okay. Well. Okay. Bleep it. I'm okay. Okay. I'll bleep it. But Bree just told her us her costume ideas, and so you hoes need to get ready. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, with your frame of reference for film that you, like, reference, like, with your Halloween costumes, we see it, like, in your tweets and the pictures that you post, like, what do you consider some, like, formative films that shape your love of film? All right. So, for me, personally, it goes like this. Of course, that becomes her. We'll talk about it. But also, Child's Play. These are, very, these are very basic films, but they really meant a lot to me. Like, they've been celebrated so much, but they did. So, Child's Play, um, Tales from the Hood. That movie really was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It, yes. 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 Every time I think about it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We watched it for this show, and I, it was my first time watching it. I was like, oh, oh my girl. God. Yes. <laughs> Every time we talk about it. What else? clueless okay i'm sorry clueless uh, clueless everybody loves clues but yes clueless mm-hmm. i was very obsessed with that movie um let me think what else the wood i love the wood i always wanted like a, a version of the wood like but for a girl like from mm-hmm. that perspective i think that would be really cool um and that's pretty much it off, off the top of my head yeah oh we're science oh Ooh. yeah of course we talked about that earlier now, yeah. one thing I was gonna say, like when we start talking about Death Becomes Her, is I feel like I think Weird Science, y'all might know, like they already have a remake for that movie, right? It was like in the '90s or something. I they never did. seen it. They did. I think they did. I think so. I never seen it. Um, I, I know they had the TV show that came on USA every <laughs> week. Why did like, every? I watched it every every week, every Saturday night. I was up Saturday night. <laughs> Was it good? <laughs> watching it. I don't was know. It worth it? Was, was it good? It, was it good though? No, it was not. Good. It <laughs> no, was not good, but I watched it. Those two boys, they just don't have the flavor of like looking at the picture. <laughs> they just don't have the flavor of the original. So I was like, they, I yeah, they, it didn't. It like it's not something that I've gone back to watch an episode of as an adult to be like, all right, but. It was something because I like really loved the movie and I was like, yeah, let me watch the show. Yeah. (laughs) But just so you know, they are supposed to be making The Wood a TV show for Peacock. Oh, yeah. I definitely saw it. Hey, if they do a TV show, cool. Peacock. Peacock. Why is everything going to Peacock? I can't get another one of these. (laughs) 
<laughs> we gotta we gotta cut them back down i can't we gotta Are make, they gonna it, like, make it serious four. i mean if they gotta do serious like they kind of did bel-air which i have not seen bel-air yet um, um i don't know what they plan to do with the wood i hope they keep the the yeah. vibe i hope they keep the humor that's in the wood i hope they keep the same whatever they do with it because Blair was like, oh, okay, yeah, it I was just, all right. It was all right, but it's like, y'all just, mm-mm. I need that jump on it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, just, just bring that back, please. I just, uh, but I kind of, I like that they did that with Bel Air because it doesn't like, oh, they're trying to do it exactly like the original, and then you know, I'd be like, nah, this ain't touching the original. They kind of just did it their own. They made it original as a remake, but mm-hmm. like. Death Becomes Her and Weird Science, I feel like they're going to remake those soon and I'm going to be mad because they're not going <laughs> to cast the right people. I already know. It's going to be a bad cast and it's like, it's just not going to hit the same. I don't want them to touch the movies, but they're so, I feel like they're so obvious to be touched that eventually somebody's going to do it. So yeah. all I see online is that Weird Science was supposed, to, well, as of 2013, which is like t- almost 10 years ago <laughs> by this See? point, um, they have not made it, but they want to. I don't mm. know what's taking so long. Um, there was, yeah, the TV series, but nothing has really talked about it. Apparently, um, someone involved with the, I guess the original maybe, um, was talking about a sequel mm. starring Channing Tatum. That's And that was from it's, 2017. Uh... So, that would make sense, but yeah, it would. But so much has oh, happened since that. 2017. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if that's that's valid information anymore. So, um, yeah. Hmm. So it would have to be in college or something. That's for sure. It wouldn't mm-hmm. work like that in this day and age. Yeah, I don't know who they're gonna get to be in high school. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was supposed to be in high school, right? Yeah. yeah. And they already complain about people looking too old. <laughs> Mm-mm. for high school so i don't know if the kids would appreciate that i think it, they'd have to do some real real edgy yeah. <laughs> they should do it with mason gooding and he should be the lisa who is mason gooding cuba gooding jr son he is that the in... one that they kind of post every so know. often mm-hmm. he was one, he fine the new screen. light skin yeah no they should yeah. do it with blake griffin <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, put Blake Griffin in there. I would love that. Oh, Mason Griffin. He all right. I mean, Mason Good is all right. I see him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, this is the one that they keep posting, but mm-hmm. they never say who it is. And so I'm like, is mm-hmm. this who is this? <laughs> How mm-hmm. old is this person before I say something? Okay, 25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, had to double check. Uh, <laughs> some people are very young. Um, so uh, I guess. This is kind of like a different, I guess, topic or subject change, but we need to know, the people need to know, the uninitiated, but also people who probably know who you are, need to know, please explain the importance of the year 2003. Oh, real, ask me this question. It's important. You don't have all day. Okay. Well, give us the highlights. Give us what you know when you realize that this was the the last year of greatness. Set the scene, okay? So first <laughs> of all, first of all, I was just getting friendly. I mean, I had always been on the computer, but I think like pirating and everything, I was like learning how to do that around that year. 
this was the year, just like bullet points. Y'all know this. Beyonce had her debut era. 50 Cent has had his quote unquote or debut solo era. Of course, I would never discredit her work. Um, <laughs> 50 Cent had his quote unquote debut era because he was already an artist when he had got shot and came back. Outcast dropped Speaker Box Love Below. Khalees dropped Tasty. Like mute, just music wise, we were like, it was like so many moments that people still point like there are the main point of reference today like happened in that year for uh Beyonce I mean I was a kid like when when Janet debuted and all that that was like the first time I had never seen anything like Beyonce when she came out like every performance she was very hungry like you could tell how hungry she was like you could tell she cared about like the way her album sounded, she had all different types of sounds. She's gonna have a, a little slow song. She's gonna have a little throwback sample. She'll have some dance hall in there. And then 50, he just like took over my mind because he had <laughs> I, he had done the mixtapes, which I wasn't really familiar with mixtapes before him, but he like kind of changed the way mixtapes were like the same way that artists do mixtapes. Oh, I'm dropping a mixtape, I'm dropping a mixtape. 50 Cent kind of invented that format because prior to him, it was like just people freestyling on old beats, just freestyles yeah. or, or like exclusive clips of like a song that's about to come out that a DJ got, I'm putting it on this mixtape. But it wasn't like people completely remaking the song or like putting a whole new song on a mixtape, kind of like presenting it like an album. And I thought that was amazing. He was really hungry too. It was just also the Neptunes. I got to mention that like clones dropped that year. Of course, they was producing everybody records. It was just, it was just so much good stuff happening in that year. I've just never seen a year like that since. If you would be like, yeah, 2016, uh, whatever. It just doesn't compare. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I um, was it like 2003 or 2004? One of the one of those years. It was like the Neptunes had like 20, yeah. 25% of the entire radio. It was 2003. Yeah, yeah it was It was like, they can, like any song that you heard, like if, whatever song you heard um, at a point of, of the day on the radio was probably produced by the Neptunes. Mm-hmm. And at that time, you know, we had like music video shows. We had behind the scenes. I mean, that was before 2003 too, but of course I got to mention that. Like we had making the video, Access Grand, and we had all these docs about music. It just seemed like people actually cared about like what was being created and was like interested in that. That was the fun part. It didn't seem like it was so much about just making money and put something out and just make money. Like that's why MTV sucks now is because it's cheaper <laughs> to make a $5 reality show than it is to like pay multiple people to put a doc together or like, you know, have a consistent countdown show. Which they, they brought TRL back, but it was like no videos what the hell was that <laughs> I, didn't even, Why did you, I forgot they did that and I forgot there was no so video stupid. I'm was, like, huh. was that I after they know. took um music television off their name I forget because that was I the beginning know. of the end <laughs> I was yeah. like oh you're leaning into it now aren't you <laughs> yeah they just not even relevant anymore it's sad but it's just like BT I don't really watch BT anymore but it's, I'm pretty sure it's like the same thing. Like it's just a lot of reality shows. Oh, Tyler Perry, don't he own? Does he own BET now? I don't even know what comes on BET anymore. I never really like even like because I don't have cable. But like when I'm at my mom's house, I'll like Maybe. scroll through and I'm like, uh, 
I don't know. I never recognize it, but it probably is Tyler Perry. And that's probably why I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I and keep I'm, scrolling. I'm not mad at Tyler Perry. I'm not mad at him. You know, if he ever hear this, I'm not mad at you, but it's just like, damn. Like, it's just the same thing kind of over and over. I love that last Medea movie, that homecoming movie. Because I'm drunk <laughs> watching it. It was good. Um, the And then, but it's the same thing for like VH1 too. It's like reality shows. Just I guess it's just cheaper for them to do it. I don't feel, I feel like maybe the people that were running those channels at the time, 2003, like they, maybe they cared a little bit more and now I don't feel like that no more. Yeah, I feel like a lot of artists too, they kind of yeah, have felt like they're gonna just take their image into their own hands too. And so they're kind of like, I'm not, I'm not playing by the rules. Like I have to, I had to back in the day. Cause like, you're not gonna, I mean, the closest thing I can see of somebody performing all the fucking time is Doja Cat. Cause it's like, yeah. I'm like, damn, you're, you're still performing that song. God Cat. bless you. <laughs> we don't, I haven't seen somebody have to perform the same fucking song for like a year. And like, <laughs> I really yeah, love She don't perform it different every time. Yeah. She's, like, mm. she's sick of this. Probably for her own sanity, because I don't think I could, personally <laughs> keep performing say so over and over again but then you got the chicago version of say so and she had oh, the yeah. um well she had the she had that kind of like emo, not emo yeah it was like very like um almost like whole but like the ring yeah. too she came out of the tv and was in like yes. a baby doll dress that was cool but everybody else is kind of like yeah i performed it once <clears throat> i kind of yeah, knew the just, words whatever yeah, that, I'm just gonna like, say in a sway on stage. I'm not gonna know my lyrics, <laughs> but it's embarrassing because it's like if that's your job, and don't you see the attention that Doja is getting? Like when she first, when Move came out, that's when I first found out about her. I was late, like I felt embarrassed because <laughs> she had she dropped a great album before that, but I guess RCA and the label wasn't paying attention to her like that. But then all that stuff happened, which was really like a misunderstanding and they were like well, she's canceled she's canceled <laughs> and I'm just like I'm so happy for her that she's like that that girl now like she's the top girl she's the top dog yeah. she's gonna give you visuals the music gonna match and the performance gonna match it's like really what I mean hey yeah I feel like for anything you know at least she does the the job that that you would want a musician to do which is like go up there yeah. and give you a show um you know, regardless of like how somebody might feel about her. I'm like, at least you're yeah. doing what, what we would want somebody to do. <laughs> like, yes. don't come up here and do karaoke. Like, mm. <laughs> I could have done your job if that's the case. You could put me on Go Jealous stage tomorrow. But mm -hmm. like, <laughs> some other people just kind of, yeah, they're they coasting. And then, you know, you tell them like the old days. And they're like, well, who cares about the old days? I'm like, I do. But like it's like, <laughs> but it's like nobody's going to remember those people that are like, just la, la, la. like nobody's going to be archiving their shit like me 10 years later. Nobody's going to care. But those yeah. cats, it's going to be a, somebody getting old. Somebody like <laughs> 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 you know, old, you're like, don't you can't do this in 2000. Yeah. yeah. Back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry to put you on the spot about 2003. I just know that sorry. you are very passionate about the year. I think I yeah. was, I don't know. I think I was in almost high school about that time. So like, I have a pretty good fond memories of sitting oh, 14, at home. 15. Yeah. I think I was probably either going on 14 in 2003 um and I 
was always watching VH1, always watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it seems like trash now, but I'm like, I could tell you exactly uh, Tiffany Pollard. <laughs> when she yes. Yell at play for whatever. Like that was history in the making. We didn't know it at the time, but wow. I mean, we somehow kept it alive for the next two decades. They had all those random shows like the sexiest this, the the yeah. hundred grit, right? So it's like we learned a lot too watching it, even though they were being like funny about it. Like I always talk about the I love the series. I learned so much about mm-hmm. the 70s that I did right that I didn't know just watching those series. Like, what's this show? Like that they had a show called Fridays that was like Saturday Night Live. <laughs> like, how else would I know that besides me? Like, it's and the guy who, who was talking about, he was like. I don't remember any of the cast of Fridays. And if you do, it's something wrong with you. <laughs> it was funny, but I would have never known about this show if we didn't have that. So, Brittany, did you know about Fridays? Yeah. I think, who was it? ABC made it to compete with NBC? Oh, yes, I believe. Yeah. But nobody watches TV on Friday like that. Exactly. It's Thursday. They have to learn that lesson. <laughs> it's Fridays. Thursday and Sunday night. And then... <laughs> That's, That's embarrassing as hell. No, <laughs> nobody know about Fridays but me and Brittany. So <laughs> I think I missed that one. I think I missed that that entry um, on VH1. Uh, okay, what's your next question, Brittany? So, like, we're talking about like movies and whatnot. So, like, when you go out to the movies, like, what are your like favorite go to snacks? Like, I love like popcorn and Dr. Pepper um, but what are your faves favorite go-to snack when I go to the movie is to go to the corner store and get a bag of Doritos and put in my bag <laughs> and get a, a small coat you know a nice smooth pop and take it into the movie I, do, I try not to I mean when I go with my kid I'm gonna get some popcorn I'm gonna get a hot dog everything but I, if I'm going just alone by myself or something like that, if I'm not going with anybody, then I'm just going to sneak some stuff in there. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I do gummy worms. Gummy worms. Okay. Yeah. That's my mm-hmm. thing. Although I do like to get an icy. I can't realistically sneak yeah, in an icy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to, to get messed up <laughs> in my purse. Um, and that's so funny because we've, we've gone to the movies together, Brie. Yes. Um, I think we saw what we saw child's play. We've seen like horror movies, I think, only mostly. <laughs> Did you come with us when we saw that doll movie, The Boy, or something like no, that? No, I missed that. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Because Devlin and Lindsay are like so funny, bro. Like, bro. It was I so funny. The boy. <laughs> it was Wait, the boy. You... Was that the one with the with the is that the one yes, with the doll? Why, the hell, why did we go see that? Oh no. You why. saw Brahms, but oh no. <laughs> I like yeah boy I don't even remember shit about that movie I just remember they were they were really funny together um what did we see together though what did we see actually we saw child's play oh um, yes that we saw <laughs> we saw us and uh. um I I feel like there's one more I'm forgetting but I know we saw it chapter two that was for my birthday yeah. we were a little bit lit and uh <laughs> And uh, yeah, we were having a moment <laughs> in that yeah. theater. I can't even remember half of that movie, honestly, but I just know that we were just a little bit turned. So um, after our expedition at Papados, so <laughs> we've had some good movie watching, although I've, 
it's always horror movies. I don't know if we've seen any. But those are the best. Those are the best to see people, especially yeah. the, the, when they're ridiculous. It's like, man, come on. Poor child's play, man. What? <laughs> Throw it. Why remake was funny. Remake was funny. The voice was horrible, even though that was what's his name from Star Wars, right? Yeah, it's Mark Hamill. Should have stayed in his lane because <laughs> he did not do a great job with that. And the concept was dumb. It's just like they should have just not even bothered with it. I'm surprised. Well, they have the TV show, right? Mm-hmm. That's with everybody. The TV show, good. The original people. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mark Hamill. Be- well, I think they just did it because you know he's good at. He likes voice acting. I mean, he's good at parts of it, but that one was just so like when he was like Andy. That was like oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, the little dog. Y'all like him? Do y'all like him? Before I say what I'm about to say, who Mark Hamill? Yeah. No. I mean, I, I don't feel like. Okay, uh, so remember when Chris Rock slapped, well, I mean, when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock? <laughs> oh, he what did one, he say? He was he, one of those people that was, yeah. He, he was said, what like, did he if say? It a, if it was a grandma, I'll say. <laughs> what did he really? But <laughs> he said exactly. But as soon as I saw he said that, I was like, yeah, because I never could pay attention to Star Wars anyway. So I was just like, I'm not even going to go back and watch it. <laughs> I was like, you want them people, never mind. Goodbye. Anyway. That's so funny. The only person who had like a normal, like the only white person who has like a normal response was Ryan Johnson, who they all hate. And he directed that one sequel. Um, uh, and they fucking hate him. And he was like, the Oscars are great. <laughs> I love the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> and I great have, TV. I've had that, that tweet saved. Cause I was like, you, you, you all right. <laughs> they don't like you, but I like you. And that's enough. <laughs> oh man. The rest of them just spiraled out of control. And he was all right, well, I'm logging off for the night. <laughs> or he said knives out for real. Yeah, he was like, he was like, I'm having a great time. <laughs> I don't even know he was there. He must have, he must have been watching on TV, but he's like, well, this shit is great. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I'm having a great time too, Ryan Johnson. I don't know why your coworkers and colleagues are so pissed off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, get over it. Y'all never seen that before? <laughs> no, apparently not. Yes, not where no. other people can see, you know. <laughs> Do mm-hmm. that with the... Just another day. The cameras are off. <laughs> uh, so, my next question um, is, well, I don't know. If this is going to cuff you off guard, too. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Your YouTube channel. Insomnia oh, Radio. guys. Okay. What, what's going on we because you know I don't know if you're like you know a heavy YouTube user but yeah. I feel like your videos were kind of the precursor to what a lot of people are doing nowadays which is like mm-hmm. deep For in real, depth no. yeah because you used to sit then you used to have your lists you used to have mm-hmm. like your I loved your what was your vintage dick <laughs> list <laughs> man okay so I'll, bring that I'll video back please okay so i'll tell you what happened so i started getting a lot of like uh copyright strikes and they took one video down it was the video who is that boy i forgot his name he's like so popular everybody likes him um he's like sexy or whatever but he said something about pd pablo frequently and he was like if you're kid, oh, y'all um, kid what's his name avin is that the one you yeah, were like avin, fuck you yeah yeah uh, yeah, avin, he was like, yeah y'all kids are lucky today and I think he said well, little plump. I don't know if he said that, but whatever he said, y'all can select today. When we were growing up, we had freakily, we only had freakily and Pete Pablo or try to explain that to your kid, like music is so much better. And you know, okay, was I really mad? 
No. Yes. Why <laughs> is my computer about to die? Hold on. I, I was uh, I was like, man, I'm gonna make a video talking about whatever. So the, it had a lot of uh like songs in it and they like took it down or whatever for the copyright strikes and they're like I was like man how can I do this if I don't put the I'm sure there's a way that I could do it but it kind of like discouraged me a little bit and they didn't do it as soon as I posted it but it was like a little bit after I posted videos after that and then I just kind of like I don't know I lost the the drive to make those videos and then I had made a video where I was like you know when Blueface came out, Ugh, I hate to talk about this. So embarrassed. I feel but like I you was, would be the person to talk about what's currently going on with him because I don't know what's going, currently going on with that boy. I don't check on him no more. It's but back a lot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but back when you know he first came out, he was you know he kind of had like a goofy ass flow, and it was just like, is this for real? And it was like I like stuff like that, so I was like, okay. But then he said something that was like transphobic on his Instagram story and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, right. I'm done supporting him. But I had a video where I was like reading his bars or whatever. And uh, I took that and I was like, you I don't want that out. Like, I don't want this out anymore. So I just made him private. And I was like, well, I'm gonna make that private. I'm just gonna make the rest private. I did leave the video Vixen one up because that's the one that like people be talking about the most. So I'm like, okay, it's nothing really in there. I don't like. And it's crazy because the warning at the beginning of my show was like this this information could be problematic in the future la 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 even though that blue face that's not my fault he said that shit but it he is probably you know i don't want to be quoting mm-hmm. his lyrics like that yeah so yeah the a mixture of those two things and just like i just lost my drive to do it and i and I, I haven't felt that spark again yet and i don't know like if it was just because i was like going through a lot of stuff at that time and i kind of created that out of spite somebody tell me i couldn't do it I did it and I did have fun with it, but it just hasn't hit me yet, the rush. And I feel like um, a lot of the, if I did it again, it would, I don't know if I'm gonna do it again. People always ask me and I'll be like, yeah, developing. Mm-hmm. I'll never know how to answer them. Like, thank you for supporting <laughs> me, but I really don't know when, but I don't know. I, I have to be, it's gonna have, I'm, I'm less and less interested with what I see. So it's like, it's got to be something that sparks that in my mind where I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk about this kind of stuff. I'm going to talk about this. And it yeah. just hit me yet. I wonder if it's like current. I mean, couldn't, it wouldn't have to be like current popular culture because I think that's kind of... It's so many people who do that. That's why I, yeah. I love this podcast too because y'all just talk about the movies y'all love. It don't have to be a new movie. This could be this movie, this movie. But uh, there's so many people who do the current stuff and some of that stuff... Um, it just doesn't touch me. Yeah, I think um, I think it just could like I don't know some of the newer, you know, people. I hate I hesitate to say because you know the youth call us haters. But like sometimes just like yeah, I don't. I'm not getting. I'm not getting the energy that I would would want from this whatever this is supposed to be. <laughs> it's just not. It's just not giving anything that I would you know you know, things in the past would. And yeah, I get it. I just thought it was, cause you know, it, I just noticed it yesterday. I was like, I watched so many like popular culture, um, like analysis videos, like a lot of them come up and I just thought that was interesting. Cause I was like, yeah, we used to do this like way back. And now, you know, it's a lot of people who are kind of young, I think <laughs> where they weren't, mm-hmm. they weren't um, at that age where like, they're kind of looking back so i don't i don't know if they're 100 um, yeah 
understanding what they're talking about all the time. So were you talking about TikTok or like YouTube? YouTube. I, you know, me, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a TikTok person. I don't understand. I tried to make one and I made one, but it was like, it took so long for me to make that. I'm like, no, like, unless I'm like getting paid, like immediately, (laughs) um, (laughs) I'm, I, but some people are really good at it. Like they just do it casually, like five second TikTok. Da, 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 da. I guess I'm too much in my head where I'm like, no, I want to make something really great. And I just can't do that every day like that. My goodness. But mm. I, I see a lot of um, the people like kind of similar to the, what you were saying about YouTube. A lot of them be on TikTok, kind of like archivists on TikTok. It, it's cool. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. There is like kind of this, this like, I don't know. Maybe sort of young. Emerging, emerging TikTok analyst kind of thing yeah. that's happening. Sometimes I worry about them, but like <laughs> sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I see. I see what you're doing. But sometimes I worry. <laughs> I think that was, well, it was my last question. I actually did want to ask you about what something you're really known for, um, which is the hot agenda. I know you've talked about it extensively. Mm-hmm. Um, for the uninitiated who don't know, Brie coined this term, the Yeehaw Agenda on Twitter about maybe um, three years ago or so. Um, and it took off <laughs> because Western things were pretty popular. Um, yeah. The cowboy thing was really popular for people who weren't even in the South or in the Southwest. Um, but I guess I want to just kind of ask you, like, what was that like to get that sort of attention for something that you kind of came up with off the cuff? Because yes, that's been something that's happened exactly. to a lot of people that I recognize on the internet will say something random and suddenly it's on a t-shirt or someone's using it in a, <laughs> in an ad to sell yep. you clothes and stuff like that. Y'all already know from following me, like, and us following each other like I say random stuff all the time (laughs) so that was like so I was not ready for I was not ready for it at all like what came and um it was like it it created so much of a bigger conversation to where even I wasn't aware of some of this stuff and so of course I had to educate myself and but I was not prepared like and and it really started when like uh someone at Rolling Stone they they made an article and they were like um get into the yeehaw agenda or what what is the yeehaw agenda all about and they didn't you know like credit me or anything in the article and I was at work and then all my mentions were going out there like you need to credit Brie Milandro you need to credit Brie Milandro Brie got shooters (laughs) right I was like whoa I had I think I had to leave work that day I was like yo I could not um but it was like uh it it just became something so much bigger than me and I just try to I don't want to be like because it was just something that I was saying, just being silly and like, you know, it was a play on the gay agenda or whatever. I don't ever want to be like, make it into like something that I wasn't originally trying to do, but I do want to shed light on those people that, that live that life for real. And if I can, you know, with my archiving, I want to show that too. Um, so it was, it's still, it was, and still is such a, like, it's very surreal with that. And then a lot of people be like, Hey, Bree, we want to contact you about the Yeehaw agenda. And I'm like, I've been on the internet for so long. Like this would y- y'all can talk to me about anything. Y'all just want to talk. Okay, I'll talk about it. You know, and I'm always gonna shout out the people that live this stuff for real because I'm not a rodeo writer. 
But I, I just also today, let me look this up. I got sent, uh, I didn't get it today. I got it like a week ago or something. But uh, this woman's photographer, Gabriella Hasburn, she sent me this book uh, called The New Black West. And it's like pictures that she took at the Bill Pickett Rodeo, which is like the only, today it's like the only traveling black rodeo, the, the only one. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that kind of stuff is amazing. I'm like, yo, it, it's, it, it, but it's still like, I didn't do that, but I get to be a part of it. So it, it's fun, but um, I was not ready for what was to come from the, the Yeehaw agenda at all. And somebody told me that someone was, when I tried, I, I didn't get a trademark. So, you know, some people are like, did you get a trademark? I did not know what I was doing, trying to trademark that name. But I know other people are trying to get it trademarked and trying to use it and license it. And it's just like, it's so weird, y'all. It's I don't mm-hmm. I hate I hate that whole yeah. thing because like people get so mad at people for not trademarking things first of all trademarking is not a simple process I have looked yeah. at it <laughs> and that website I think is deliberately uh difficult for people to use so you don't just go and trademark just any old fucking Whatever thing you want. Yeah. yeah and then it is money you have to mm-hmm. spend a few hundred dollars I think to trade depending on what you're doing and how you're doing it um and like there's also like vultures basically that just go yeah. and look at stuff that's popular online and want you but to cra- that vulture stuff is crazy because it's like what do you even want from it like somebody Nothing. bought the right somebody bought the dot com and i almost bought it back i just made a dot net it's not live now but it, eventually i'll just settled on i'll just do dot net but somebody had bought the dot com and i was hmm. gonna buy it back i'm like i'm not gonna buy back what i said i'm not buying back my my stuff even though i should have is okay people like dot com but i just something inside was like no i'm not gonna do that yeah that's it's it's a scam because it's like sometimes it's like random people and i've seen other i've seen black women and i guess people who are adjacent <laughs> to, to do that they did that to that one girl with the candles so i was like you know you don't want that goddamn uh domain you just want right. to fuck with her and that's how you make your money then that's not a really good business uh like plan yeah it's very disheartening to see because it's just like what are you gonna do you just gonna sit on the, do- the 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 domain for what five years and forget about it like pretty much yeah this is nasty nasty work i'm sorry that happened but that's also kind of like well you're not gonna do nothing with it like they need to just stop fucking around right. i don't want to end it, end it on a bad note though because it, it is some nasty things that have come my way since like doing that but it's a lot of people that i've I've talked to like a, I got to speak at a, a festival that was really cool it's probably like the coolest thing and they were really welcoming those people like I've met and, and uh, interacted with a lot of really cool people throughout the process so it's not all bad it's, it's some lovely people um, who ride in the rodeo and care about that culture like that's their life so yeah it's not all bad I think it's interesting too because like black people are kind of like people assume that we know nothing about like western things right and that was another thing like we haven't like we weren't there everybody <laughs> but, interviewed me when was your first time seeing the, i'm like when i was a kid like i seen that since i was a kid what'd you talk about <laughs> yeah in texas it's like i know a lot of people will wear cowboy boots as like their like that's their that's their good clothes yeah well yeah they're going to the grocery store but that's also like that's their fancy clothes like this is like i'm going out tonight clothes (laughs) and so it's not too like it's not so far off from like 
especially like from us being from Texas is like not so far off for us, but it yeah. just caused a weird because like, why would black people like to be involved with the rodeo? Like, like baby, we made the rodeo. Yeah. It's the like term it's- cowboy come from what they used to call black people. They call, what is it? They used to call uh, the white people who work with the cows, cowboy or kettle, uh, whatever. It was a different name than cowboy, but they would call the black people cowboys, like kind of as a disrespect. Yeah. look what it turned to be like really yeah it's like the most what it's like the pinnacle of white masculinity and yeah. all this and i'm just like it was us <laughs> it, it was, was actually right. us just so y'all know that was us too yeah and there's that so many us. good images of like black girls and cowboy wear that i feel like some people don't until like the yeehaw agenda thing came up i think some people have forgotten because i was like people are always so like surprised when they see black people in cowboy yeah. wear and stuff i'm like okay well I remember when Destiny's Child. Okay, they're <laughs> was, right there. I'm yes. like, I was like, it was never it? a big deal for Beyonce to be in somebody's hat. Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, like, mm-hmm. they, what was the, the early 2000s? They all in sync. I know they're not black, but uh, <laughs> that was like tr- a trendy look. So yeah. it's like that look was everywhere in general. So it's like, why are y'all acting like this is brand new? And the big buckles too. I forgot that. Ooh, we used to wear some big ass. <laughs> I don't know um, what rhinestones. happened. The rhinestones one, but also the ones that spun. Did you ever like that was oh, like I a big thing? Me. I don't know what was going on with my high school, but <laughs> that exactly. was a big thing. Yeah, they lit up and they spun and like like they had like spinner, like it was wild. <laughs> and that was like the thing to wear. Um, so I mean it's all kind of it's all cyclical, it's all related. It's G unit influence. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's all like it's very interesting to see it's come back and the kids yeah. coming back and you know some people kind of forget but it's good that we have people like Brie to remind us of like no this is actually a thing yeah mm-hmm. you're, you're helping you're you're doing something really important like mm-hmm. don't get discouraged I'm, I'm upset that people made you discouraged and I want to go fight them so yeah. <laughs> come at me <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay I think that was all our questions. Unless Brittany, you have one more question? Mm-hmm. Um, I have some, but they are for the end of our show. Okay. 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 So we, um, well, now that we've finished our questions, we're going to do some like background on today's film. Um, so I originally did not know a whole lot about this movie at all. Um, since this is Bree's favorite hey. movie, I'm assuming that you watched it a lot and I guess, Brittany, you were saying beforehand that this was also something that you watched a lot mm-hmm. in childhood. Um, I I don't know why I never watched this movie. It's kind of, I guess it's like one of those movies like you hear about, but you like, I never watched it and I never had this like in my house or anything. So I'm extra late. <laughs> Sorry. Extremely late, but I did some like, you know, digging, um, this is a Robert Zemeckis film and I was like connect the dots okay back to the future you know a bunch of other things yeah. but beforehand mm-hmm. this was originally supposed to be a B movie um with some other stars um and somehow Robert Zemeckis got involved and he was like I guess the studio was like yeah let's get this budget up bitch <laughs> so I don't know what the original budget was but it went up to like what 55 million or something which is like not a huge budget, I guess, but like for this type of movie, I think is like pretty, <laughs> pretty expensive. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I said like Robert Zemeckis of Back to the Future fame, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, okay. okay. I was uh, like, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I mean, I know that one probably the best out of all of these. Um, Forrest Gump, which I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. Um, because that movie is very sad and uh castaway which i have not seen because it's long as hell so <laughs> um but robert zemeckis is pretty well known for being a uh pioneer of like special effects because i don't know i went into this thinking that this was going to be a movie with a lot of like practical effects um this is like uh the genesis of like green screen and all mm-hmm. kinds of things um and so the special effects were done by Industrial Light and Magic. Uh, for the people who don't know, or maybe that sounds a little familiar, that is George Lucas's company that he created to make stuff for Star Wars and other films. He frequently collaborates with Steven Spielberg. So a lot mm-hmm. of the effects from this movie actually uh, were like incorporated into Jurassic Park, which is re- uh, released the following year, which like, Everybody who's seen Jurassic Park knows, like, those are, like, unbeatable special effects for, like, 1993. <laughs> like, yes. those, those special effects still hold up to this day, I feel like, personally. Because, I mean, if I saw a giant eye looking at me through, um, you know, a windshield or whatever, I would personally lose my shit. <laughs> Y'all know, when I was doing some research, too, the guy who wrote, uh, that becomes a wrote Jurassic Park yeah i forget his name but he's written several movies like mm-hmm. um like this one jurassic park and a few other Come ones like they're way yeah he's like pretty well known and then i feel like there is another um another I wrote writer. him down y'all i'm not gonna lie the the mummy the mission impossible oh hey like the original really, why you, look like- <laughs> you don't like mission impossible really? i mean Mission Impossible, I have sat through the first couple minutes, the one directed by Brian De Palma, my boy. Of course. I know I love De Palma. Um, And it's a very great action movie, Um, especially for the youth. Mission Impossible is a TV show from the 60s that has become a franchise. So to be able to do that and create an action series starring Tom, I'm sorry, Tom Cruise, where he do all them stunts he is trying really hard to just <laughs> not come back from set one day and i'm worried i'm worried about him i'm worried <laughs> i don't want him to hurt himself on set that's traumatic for everybody involved but he's oh, just 65 he's got to be in his 60s vintage. i feel like he knocked on the door if he ain't stepped yes. over the threshold of 60 yeah, well, now I need to know. Okay, he is 59, so he'll be 60 yep. this year. That's crazy. That is really crazy because some of these actors and actresses, I'm like, damn, you, you're, not, you're not that old, but you've been around for a long time, but what? And then 60? Yeah. You're 60? You're going to be, what? They was grown when we was kids. What yeah. Now? Yeah, that's kind of that's crazy, honestly. But um. Yeah, a lot of the people involved with this have gone on to do other things. I mean, obviously, Meryl Streep. Who's that? (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of Meryl Streep ever. I've never heard of this woman. Yeah, she just never did anything else after this, honestly. Um, And neither did that guy, Bruce Willis. Like, who was he? And like, Goldie Hawn. I I never. 
obscure cast. I just, just, you know, they tried their best with the material and I just never did anything else. Uh, but this became like a pretty big deal, I guess, like with the studio, but like, it didn't have a good, um, showing it only made like a little bit above its budget back. Um, but I guess it made more money like overseas, but here it was kind of panned, um, unfortunately, but it did win a BAFTA and an Academy Award for visual effects. And it also has um, a pretty big, like, queer following. I didn't know that this was, like, the movie to show at Pride. Had no idea. Cult classic. Yeah. Um, I also, I guess, I I watched this season of RuPaul's Drag Race, but I don't think I remember this, like, happening. I didn't see the season when they did this challenge. I did, but I don't remember most of what happened in in this episode. Um, But it was a... Um, this movie inspired a challenge on RuPaul's Drag Race where they basically had to walk down the runway basically like how they died or like kind of you know I don't know how to explain it better than that. I saw the pictures. Yeah the most famous one I think is like Violet Chosky with like her tiny like I don't know teen sized waist like 19 inch waist or whatever and um I think she won but um yeah it's like a pretty big thing with among drag queens and stuff so it's um it's got a pretty high camp (laughs) y'all know okay I have to interject quickly um I used to listen to have you ever heard RuPaul's podcast I did used to listen to it a lot Mm -hmm. back in the day he he they talked about this and I think uh RuPaul knew what was up but Michelle Visage was like I never saw it for Deathly Culture I never like and then like a few episodes later she was like I get it or something like that and I'm like how do you not get it like and Michelle even though you know she's Michelle she usually know what's up I was, I was very shocked by that. I'm very shocked mm. by that. just Michelle said that or both of them said that just Michelle and watch me be wrong and it was RuPaul but I think it was <laughs> Michelle yeah because sometimes rue is just like i don't know what the kids are doing i just don't know yeah i don't yeah i'm old i just want to go home i don't want to be in drag please don't put me in drag <laughs> that, that was always his thing that's the thing the one thing i got from listening to the podcast was like i don't think rupaul likes doing drag that much unless he's getting paid <laughs> and even then he's like making a lot of money because i this takes it all day <laughs> this yeah. is an all day thing I'm not getting ready an hour before the show so <laughs> he's like no I'm not doing any of this stuff but that's surprising for Michelle considering yeah. you and know she, and she's like you know plastic surgery girl or you know you know lift the face girl so I'm like mm-hmm. wait yeah what? but I know some episodes later she was into it so maybe somebody was like we gotta educate you come sit down yeah. <laughs> on, maybe you just saw it once and then they all know yeah you know sometimes it happens I think the first time I saw this I was like I'm not really entirely sure what's happening and sometimes I'll watch a movie that I'm like I really want to watch this movie but I'm just like not in the mood and then I'll just mess up everything it's like this movie sucks <laughs> I don't even know yeah I think I remember this happening I remember things happening and be like I don't think I'm following this very well and then I watched it the other day and I was like oh this is yeah okay I get it yeah. I get it I get it I'm here I'm here with everybody else <laughs> <laughs> so the plot of this movie I'm going to go through it all really quickly and then we could talk about kind of like what we liked what we didn't like um you know the points to try to make that kind of thing so 
starts in 1978 on Broadway. Um, Madeline Ashton, who is uh, played by Meryl Streep, is doing a, I guess, a performance of something called Songbird. Um, but people are not feeling her at all. It's um, a yeah, they're calling her a flop, mainly because she's old. Um, it doesn't seem like anything else, like her performance wise or although the disco part, I'm sure people are like, okay, girl, no, but like, <laughs> I think mainly it's the, it's the fact that she's an older performer. Um, Hollywood doesn't like women above like 25, maybe. Um, and I feel like Meryl, she was like 40 in her forties when she made this, um, and possibly Goldie Hawn as well. Um, so people are walking out of this performance. They're not into it. The only person who's really into it is Bruce Willis, a.k.a. Ernest, um, who is just standing ovation. <laughs> he is enthralled. He is there with it. He is there amazing. from the beginning to end. He's so happy. Um, and I thought this was a very Rick Moranis type role for him. Like, it just felt like I could see Rick Moranis doing this. Yeah, it's definitely a role that like, okay, when I watch this with other people, they'd be like, wait, that's Bruce Willis? Like, people never recognize that it's Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, you usually think of Bruce Willis like a guy with a gun in his hand about to fuck mm-hmm. some shit up, but like, <laughs> yeah. he, has, he is a very comedic actor. I just don't think like, uh, probably anything after Die Hard. <laughs> Everybody kind of probably forgot all about that. Um, so um, Ernest is... Uh, engaged to Helen, played by Goldie Hawn. Um, and Madeline and Helen are at best frenemies. Um, Helen brings uh, Ernest backstage to meet her, uh, to meet Madeline. Um, and she does what's like, I guess, the boyfriend test, which is mm. she brings the, her, she brings her boyfriends to meet Madeline, uh, even though she can't stand her, uh, because she wants to see if they're going to fall for Madeline. And if, you know, Madeline's going to try to steal her boyfriends anyway, but she just wants to make sure they're, you know, are they going to take the bait? Clearly, um, they have, and they keep doing it. <laughs> And Madeline, as soon as she finds out that Ernest is a plastic surgeon, she's into it. <laughs> she is so like into my him. Soulmate. Yeah. Oh, I cannot. <laughs> oh, you're you're great. She even meets him for dinner with like roses and shit. Like, she <laughs> um, and you know, Ernest is like, oh, baby, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave you for. It was, just, it was just a business dinner. Like she just wants to know, like, does she need any plastic surgery or anything? And you know, Helen's like, man, I don't know about you. And lo and behold, she didn't know about him because they, Madeline and Ernest, end up getting married. Um, seven years later, Helen is very uh, overweight and not taking care of herself. Uh, she gets evicted, and also goes to like a mental health facility. I don't know who made that decision, but um she's not doing well um and she's very very obsessed with with Madeline um and she ends up being inspired while in uh the facility to make some changes (laughs) uh so another seven years passed Ernest is now a mortician in Beverly Hills he's also a drunk Madeline is getting as much plastic surgery as humanly possible to the point where they're like, you can't come back. (laughs) You have to Mm. wait another six months or so because you're going to just fuck up everything. Like stop, stop now. Um, 
and they're living in the most gaudy house which I love it's so yes 90s <laughs> some of that was so 90s I was like oh I miss that ugly mauvey pink that we used to put on stuff that was a great time um uh and you know Ernest and Madeline hate each other he actually refers to her as it like a monster so they're not doing well um Helen invites them to a book release party for her book called Young Forever or something like that. And Madeline insists on going, but she wants to get another procedure first. The owner of this uh, plastic surgery place, his eyes, girl. <laughs> oh, he was blinking. I was, he didn't take I was wondering if he was having like some issues with like, if he had took a trip and he was having some issues with his little thing. Yeah, that's yeah. basically what was happening. He and was, I was like, <laughs> things were not, you know, things were not sitting well. Um, his eyes were basically spinning. <laughs> like he looked like Baby Alive. He was like, <laughs> yeah, that one eyelid. <laughs> that one sad eyelid. Uh, he, uh, he basically tells uh, Madeline, that you can go to this woman called Liesl and you can get an exclusive procedure. Um, but I think he weirds Madeline out. So she doesn't get the procedure. She's like, well, fuck you guys. You won't take my money, whatever. Um, they go to this party and there's a big reveal with Helen and like this um, Jessica See? Rabbit ass red dress. Yeah, it was like very like, you know, low back. Yeah, got her red hair, matching shoes. Um, And she looks good. She looks great. Apparently, she's supposed to be 50 years old at this time. Um, And we kind of get the vibe that Helen is kind of playing them both. Because she's like, I never blamed you, Maddie. It was all Ernest, you know, he's terrible. Um, And she tells kind of the same thing to Ernest. She said, "Uh, you wasted your life, but I never blamed you. (laughs) You just wasted your life on her. Um. And so in the course of other things that happen, uh, Maddie has a, a younger lover who breaks up with her because he was like, girl, we look crazy together. You need to date somebody your own age, which is her really? side piece. Yeah. It's for your side piece to say that to you. Like, bitch, you're the side piece. <laughs> Excuse me. You're the, you're the side. You're not the main. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> But he has said, girl, you got to get out of here. I found somebody who is my own age, and so should you. Um, and Madeline is distraught by this um, and ends up going to Liesel, who is a woman. I don't know what you would call her, a witch, um, some priestess. Yeah, how does she get the potion? How she come up with it? Maybe yeah, she, what? Where is this sourced? Yeah, where is the source? Like, who is bottling this product, and how? Um, how is she the purveyor of this famous like potion? So, basically, there's this like kind of cute little scary potion in this like very glamorous bottle. Um, mm-hmm. And Liesel says, "I'm 71, but I look like I'm actually oh, what? She looks like she's like in her like I don't know late 20s." there was some 30s. guessing yeah 2030s there was some guessing <laughs> uh and they said that this potion Liesl says that this potion will um make Madeline live forever um but it's very very expensive I guess she tailors it to whoever like whatever price point you have so she writes her some crazy ass number and Madeline's like girl what the fuck but she takes it <laughs> she writes a check because it's the 90s <laughs> 
<laughs> um, and you see like her skin transform and like her, her boobs get higher up and her butt stops sagging. It was like <laughs> the liver spot time me cracking up. Cause I was like, what liver spots? I was like, dang, oh how old God. is she supposed to be? Why are y'all playing her like that? Like, <laughs> no, like if, if Meryl's like in her mid forties or whatever, like liver spots. <laughs> it's a little overdramatic. <laughs> it's like the Mitch McConnell hand, you know, <gasps> like <laughs> that scary hand Mitch McConnell's got going on. I don't know what's going on over there, but he might need to take the, no, he doesn't. He's not lead to live forever. <laughs> we <laughs> cut that off there. But uh, yeah, there's like some, 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 you know stipulations um you know you can only basically be out in public for another 10 years you just gotta go and you know enjoy your beauty for the rest of your life but you also take care of yourself meanwhile helen is uh is conspiring with Ernest. they're gonna make it seem like madeline is a drunk driver and kill her and um Ernest is Love like nervous. <laughs> she's re- she's like, I just thought of it this night. I just thought of it tonight, but like, here's what we're going to do. And it's the most and elaborate she, point. <laughs> she's like, okay. I had the, the part where she's like, I'm just going to call her and ask to come to dinner. And then they show uh, Madeline rushing to the phone in slow motion and she just picks it up. She don't even say hello. She's like, well, fine. Why don't you just come to dinner? It's like so ridiculous. <laughs> it was a very, all the, um, all those liquor bottles they had in the car like she just had a little bit to drink and it was just like tons and tons of booze in the car. Too much to drink. and it is so extra because it is basically gonna push her car over a cliff and she'll be so burnt up that nobody will recognize her basically and their problem is solved and they can be together um but before that can happen <laughs> uh Madeline comes home um they fight Ernest and Madeline fight and it's pretty pretty bad she says <laughs> you flaccid flaccid she taught me that word I didn't know what flaccid bro flaccid you can't oh, get sad yeah she was going in on him and and little Bruce Willis was like can't take this shit no more and he first of all he chokes her and is about to throw her over the banister, but then she like ends up falling down the stairs. And he pokes her chest to push her down the stairs. For sta- eighty years. What I like about this particular scene is like she put real like when she's saying flaccid over and over. She puts real <laughs> emphasis on like craning her neck her and neck. like man, like yeah, you flaccid motherfucking like <laughs> doing like all this like neck rolling and shit. I'm like, oh okay. So, yeah I got okay I see this I see what you're <laughs> telegraphing here mm-hmm. I got y'all we in this together <laughs> I just like when he pushed her like he just did like the little bing, <laughs> and she went flying out it was so dramatic she rolled I don't know how many times she breaks her neck going down the stairs and she is presumed dead um I also want to say that she when she came home she put on her new clothes because she was like oh I'm fine as hell she put on that bodysuit and it's for some reason it made me think of like stirrup leggings from it the wasn't, 90s it wasn't like a good outfit 
no made me think of dance class like she right, was like, like a dance no. instructor yeah I was thinking I was like damn we really did used to wear bodysuits I guess fashion is more cyclical than I thought because <laughs> we're currently all wearing well not all of us but some of us are wearing a lot of bodysuits and stuff lately and <laughs> I was like wow we we really that did scarf use- was like the, the final touch like that made it not dance that's yeah yeah she had this like <laughs> bright pink bright pinks why do we wear such intense colors we wear some intense colors <laughs> but I just thought of stirrup pants like stirrup leggings I used to want some so bad and this was exactly what this made me think of. I was like damn I used to think that was like peak glamour mm. her hair was glamorous a glamorous ponytail that that ponytail and that little wave that they do yeah they did the same thing in Devorah's Prada I was thinking about that I was like this is this Meryl's mm. real hair mm. Cause it's very, it's very blonde, like almost white. It's very like wavy too. I'm like, oh, it might be. It was a wig girl. She had the good wig technology. Um, Mamie and Jamie. I don't know. Uh, her children have like really light blonde. Why do you? I love how you know her children. (laughs) They pop up and stuff, and I'm like, they got that face, and then the face be that face and i'm like oh they look like they mama y'all this is definitely a wig y'all it's a wig that's a good <laughs> ass wig be. they both have some wigs y'all yeah that's that's a good ass wig because my goodness i wonder if it's the same one then from Delaware's product because they kind of gave her the same style but just more severe wait maybe henry grace and louisa is maybe the one that was in um no which is the one that one was of in? them was in Mr. Robot. Cause... Yeah. And I was like, oh, I think it's Grace. Yeah. Grace, um, Meryl Streep's, I guess, youngest daughter. Um, um, because I didn't even know she had kids until you told me. <laughs> I just found out that <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was a character in Mr. Robot, and her character got on my last nerve. So I never saw what happened to her, but I kind of prayed that she didn't survive <laughs> because <laughs> she was very irritating. Whoa. They uh, all have her nose. Yeah, they do. got they got faces, and I'd be like, "Oh, got to change the channel." But um, wow, <laughs> oh, okay, this is her husband. I've never Brittany seen her before. You. you feel that Brittany be knowing? No, Brittany be knowing about the most random white people. I'm like, who is this person, Brittany? Who are you talking and about? Be, they be and you feel so strongly about them. I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> I'm like, they pop up and stuff. And I'm like, well, what if they be popping up in the random stuff that don't nobody else watch? And I'd be like, I'm watching this. And I'm like, who the fuck is this person that has popped up in 17 shows that I've watched that got canceled after one season? And it'd be the same people. And then you go like Wikipedia and then like, oh, they mama like Meryl Streep. That's crazy too, because I never see any of these people in anything. So you must be watching some. Yeah, I have watched Emily Owens, MD. Yeah, like, like that's where I'm like, yeah, exactly. this is what I be doing with Brie. I'm like, what, channel. Is, what is she even talking about? Because I'm like, what are you, what are you talking and about? It's like a, a, like a doctor. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. CW. <laughs> On the CW. CW, ABC family. Yeah, yeah you're good that's for right. some ABC family. I forgot. You, you got a lot of content. <laughs> a lot of mileage from, from ABC family. I can't place these people. I don't ever. Lo- Meryl is the only one I really recognize. And I'm just like, oh, you have kids? I keep forgetting. Okay. She just is like, she's an entity of her own. 
yeah. that her having kids is kind of like what <laughs> you got kids and we all know goldie Hawn has kids Particularly mm-hmm. Kate Hudson. No, uh, no, <laughs> she doesn't have kids either. She's just Goldie. <laughs> She's we don't know anything else. Um, Ernest calls Helen and is like, Yeah, I killed her. <laughs> and Helen's like, damn it, we had a plan. Um, but uh Mads pops Are up. You still laugh. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about like when Ernest, like when um oh. Helen was like, why the fuck did you call me? Like, the police are going to be like, you called her first and you didn't call us. It's going to look mad suspicious. Like, we need to get our story straight. And she basically told him, like, you don't watch enough Dateline, even though Dateline is not on TV yet. <laughs> <laughs> what would be the show that they would watch? Do they have, was, um, was America Matt Most Lock. Wanted? <laughs> Matt Lock. You don't watch enough, if 2020 was on the air, like, you don't watch 2020 yet. Oh, yeah. You could, yeah, that's the, probably the good one. You, that's when you, like, you don't call call the police first and then you know and then we have a story and then poor, poor Ernest he wasn't up on game unfortunately um but it doesn't matter because Madeline raises herself from the dead uh all twisted the fuck up like a pretzel um I was that like was so cool it was really cool because like the way they have it is like like you can see Bruce Willis is kind of to the right but she's like doing all this like shit in the background <laughs> and then she like you know, limbs will start moving and stuff and she ends up popping up and she doesn't even realize that something traumatic. I mean, she realizes that, like, I think she remembers that he pushed her, but she's like, she don't realize that her head is completely twisted around like the exorcist. Um, and she's like cussing him out and stuff. And she says, I can see my ass. <laughs> my ass, I can see my ass. <laughs> and they take her to the hospital um, and they declare her legally dead because she doesn't have a pulse. And she's like below 80 degrees, like her body mm-hmm. temperature. But um, Ernest is like, no, no, no. I know this is a sign. I should take you back to the house and fix you up. I'm inspired to do some surgery. And so she's getting like a full like, under the hood <laughs> makeover like her butt her you know she's fixing her neck could probably fix her boobs like she's he's doing the whole thing he's so into it um helen shows up and he's like i'm ready to bury this bitch where is she um doesn't realize that madeline is still alive or alive um and madeline comes down with a shotgun and shoots her right in the stomach <laughs> And then threatens Ernest and is like, well, I'll play dead um, if you snitch. And you know what they do to little fat bald Republicans in prison, which I don't know, because do they ever go to prison? I don't know. (laughs) They do. It's probably federal prison. But um, yeah, the so I guess Helen has her own moment where she rent like, you know, jumps out of the water and her own reveal. My favorite effect was probably this part where you, the water's coming out from both ends of the hole in her stomach like it's her cool. eyes yeah her mm. eyes are like I always I kept I kept thinking of the like walker eyes like when someone <gasps> would die on the walking dead William Murphy eyes <laughs> Chelsea eyes they were very very bright blue the scary ones the you know some's not right there eyes um so they're fighting over 
everything basically and then they realize like they haven't reconciled over some shit that happened that probably doesn't even matter from eons ago when they were children um but Ernest is like I can't do this I'm leaving y'all um and they're like no you can't we're gonna make you take the potion um because you need to be here to help us you know touch up when something falls off you know some skin starts peeling some you know um they drug, they try to drug him and then they end up just knocking him out and dragging him to Liesl's. Um, Liesl's having a big old party and um, some of her clients include Elvis. Um, <laughs> I think also <laughs> Marilyn Monroe, I think was there, not sure. I know she said Greta Garbo was on her client. So, you know, she's got a pretty big extensive uh, list of Hollywood people. Um, who have taken her potion and I guess like you know Elvis is being a stunt queen and just keeps coming back because they're like please you're supposed to fake your own death once you fake your own death do not pop up (laughs) give interviews anything like that um and you know Elvis is like I'm just having a good time you know because I guess he's he just can't stay away from the limelight um and Lisa tries to convince Ernest that he um should take the potion. He's like, uh, living forever would suck. No, thank you. Uh, he gets chased throughout the house. Um, he ends up falling in the pool and escaping from Malin and Helen. And they just have to kind of decide that they're going to take care of each other. Um, so 37 years after that, uh, we are at Ernest's funeral. Um, and they sneak in and they listen to him, you know, the preacher talk about how, you know, he lived this great long life and that's how you know the key to to youthfulness and happiness is is uh friends and family basically and Helen and Madeline are not impressed by that at all (laughs) and um unfortunately for them they're falling apart though they haven't found anybody else to like help them maintain and they're keeping themselves together like spray paint and stuff is real bad um and they end up tripping over some spray paint outside and falling and breaking into a million pieces and that's basically that's the message of the film that's how it ends (laughs) so um what do we like what do we don't like what's 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 uh (laughs) what are our parts i know we said some parts that we uh kind of into while i was giving my plot summary but let me think I love that fall part because I just, I don't know, that's still ridiculous to me today. It's like, <laughs> fine. Why don't you, like, could you imagine somebody answering the phone like that? Um, <laughs> the ending, I thought was perfect. I love how they always said mad hell every time they've seen each other. Mm-hmm. Secret little gem. Um, let me think, y'all. Well, Brittany, what do you like? Um, So, this is my first time um, watching this movie in a very long time. This was a movie that I've watched a lot growing up. Like, this is a movie that I probably would watch once and then like, mm, I'm gonna watch it again, like immediately after, because I was always like impressed by the special effects. Cause I was like, how did they do that? It must be movie magic. <laughs> um, because I had never seen anything like that. I always assumed yeah. like, oh my God, like somebody really did that. Like I assumed like everything was practical effects. It had the same kind of effect as like the first time I had seen Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. And I was like, always like amazed by it. Um, So watching it 
as an adult, I kind of get more of the message of it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, when we watched it when we were younger, we were just like, whoa, what the hell? What? And now <laughs> yeah. we know. And like being older now, like every day you're getting a little older. And I feel now, uh, like, sure, in 1992, they put a lot of emphasis on youth and I like, especially in actors, like they're focusing on actors and writers. Well, more so on actors. I We know Helen's motivation for taking the potion is to get Ernest back and have revenge on Madeline. Um, but um, for Madeline, she wants you to try to like preserve her career and get back into the swing of things. And also she had um, romantic rejection from a much younger man. Um, so she wants that back. That's why she wants youth back. But I feel like now everybody has even more of a focus on youth. Like you exactly. have people like pushing it's like so supplements and juices oh. and exercise routines and all these things that help you preserve, preserve youth. And I feel like there's no emphasis on aging the way you age um and I feel like it's just like a it was a different it hit it hit different (laughs) being older now um and I wonder like what the movie what what message would the movie have now versus like if they were to which we probably will get into in a couple years like if they were to remake it but some of my favorite parts about it was Bruce Willis like his comedic timing was impeccable like we are so like you mentioned earlier we're so used to seeing Bruce Willis be an action star um a lot of times in him being an action star he's not necessarily a funny action star in like some of his later films but like in Die Hard he like he is funny and an action star but like in this role he is a funny pushover until he like hey fuck y'all I'm not about to do this but he's still funny um and he's even it's a different kind of funny in like fifth element but he still has that like it's a little bit more of a dry humor in the fifth element but oh, man the fifth element man I forgot like, about that one for a minute oh this is one of my like favorite Bruce Willis roles um something that I kind of don't like about this film is like we get this narrative a lot about women chasing youth and eternal youth um and it's so much so that we know it's an issue in Hollywood because we get movies about actresses um all the time um, and then we don't see how it reflects actors. And we also see it in real life with like how women and how actresses are cast. Like Nicole Bahari is playing a mother and she's like in her mid thirties. Like that doesn't make sense. Which, which that's why is that master? Is that the one you were telling me about? Um, no, like when we watched Miss Juneteenth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, but she was supposed to be like a young she's a mother. Teen mom. Like she's a yeah. young mom. But then I watched her in um it's see me watching shows on nobody watch. Um it's a show <laughs> on Hulu. It's like a horror series, like in uh, it's like an anthology series. Like she played uh like she was supposed to be like more of an older 
she had like um it wasn't established but like she was like an older she was playing much older than what she was like actually is like she's been taken out of the romance category or like the roles that would be reserved like, for like someone of her age and put into like much older roles like leading lady kind of yeah thing? okay and yeah, that I didn't realize she's only born in 1985 <laughs> she's yeah like once you hit like a certain Whoa. age you get pushed out of those roles completely and not even consider for it I feel like once you turn like 27 you you're like look you're at her face putting into certain places 27 that's okay. probably older. I'm just like that's probably yeah I don't <laughs> some of them I feel like what's well I guess you'd have to go by like Leonardo DiCaprio's <laughs> yeah and like you that's get that like disparity but like uh, I wonder cool. like how how you address this with like actors like can this be addressed with actors I don't know those are just that's some things I was thinking of, about while watching this a lot of the negative reviews about this movie say that they're like it's sexist and I was like, well, you know what? I can't argue with you on that because it kind of is, but it's just like, I still see it would be, this movie would, would hit different if a woman had wrote it. I it's think really that like, too. Yeah. But I can't argue with the sexist thing because it is. I feel like yeah. the sexism comes in only because like they're kind of doomed to this life of like, I don't want to say purgatory, but it's just like, they're not having a good time <laughs> by the end not of this. There. They're melting. Um, I mean, like, <laughs> like when they do the, at the end of the funeral where they like take off their veils and stuff, like they are, it's Mrs. Potato Head over there. Like <laughs> it's bad. Eyebrows here, like, you know, cheeks are down, like it's bad and appealing. So um I think like it's kind of unfair because you tell people that they're old and you make them feel bad for being old or looking old and then they get plastic surgery um, to preserve their youthfulness or make themselves um, still bankable in Hollywood and then you know plastic surgery like we've come a long way we've come a very long mm-hmm. way but like sometimes sometimes as Whitney said <laughs> it does not go well and it looks bad and then you have the moments where people get something done and they want to keep getting it done mm-hmm. um so things that probably should not be touched keep getting messed with more and more and then it's like how dare you get this like look at you you raggedy bitch you had to get you're old you had to get started and you still look raggedy haha I'm like I mean I'm thinking of one person in particular but there's so many celebrities and just regular women who get plastic surgery and just like would look at you you dummy of course it looks terrible (laughs) like you should love yourself from your real beauty and I'm just like you just thought she looked ugly but she was all right you just said I was ugly yeah that's why I did this so okay yeah these people yeah it's 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 really kind of it's really fucked up because I feel like if they had done if they had gotten the surgery and or not surgery if they had done the potion and then like um I don't know one like Ernest wins out in the end Mm -hmm. just like bitch wait wait Ernest gets to win being like a, a family man with all his kids and friends like what the did you see that they said that there was like a different ending where they were like, 
at a bar or something and they but they were still miserable in it and it was like Ernest was over there with his new wife enjoying his life or something but it wasn't mm-hmm. as like harsh as them literally breaking break to pieces and I think Robert Zemeckis was like no it needs to be darker <laughs> it's like, damn. yeah I, mean, I can't see that ending being like I feel like that ending would be kind of like okay it's like yeah but this is like more of like a not a final ending i'm hoping somebody came and put them together and they figured out a way to it had to be crawl themselves yeah you know like, somebody find the car you know your one little hand kind of like reaching for your leg <laughs> and stuff like that like i feel like that is a more like like of an ending than that other ending that they were talking about with him like finding it wasn't like tracy uh, allman or something um, yeah yeah, but it was also like, oh, like Ernest has done all these great accomplishments and, you know, he cared about life and having fun and blah, blah, blah. And just like, they're making him feel bad. And he for, like, cheated. Yeah, he cheated on <laughs> he cheated on one or the other or left one for the other. And, oh, girl. <laughs> so that's, well, I feel like if a woman were, wrote this, it might, there might be something a little different. I don't know, depending, yeah. depending on the woman. Some women are like, oh, you feel... It might have been worse. Yeah, I feel a little misogynistic over there. <laughs> your your damn self. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of fun parts about this movie. The special effects are really great. I think some of the jokes are pretty. <laughs> I can't. Those jokes, like that. Whenever I watch the movie, I can't help but say it. Like, certain <laughs> things you got to say with them, like, could you just not breathe? And the one, what's the really very, oh, she is. These are the moments that make life worth living. Because <laughs> <laughs> she blew her to high hell, man. <laughs> you know what I'll be thinking about? Uh, Madeline Ashton comes to the opening of an envelope. Oh, <laughs> Some people do be coming to any old opening. <laughs> Just right. Okay. A lot of, a lot of, uh, yeah celebrities influencers i don't know Mm -hmm. (laughs) do do just that um but yeah i i agree um that there's some parts i'm like oh that's not i think it would be better but they kind of make them turn into like like villains after they get the the potion too which i don't know if that's supposed to be some sort of commentary but it's like you're almost like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't it's like whoever wrote it What's his name? I wrote down David Coop. It's like he's saying, okay, he's a man, but anyway, he's saying you shouldn't chase youth, basically. You should yeah. just age normally and da da da. But it isn't the same for men and women. So it's kind of lost. The point is kind of lost. But yeah, I think um, because like what are you supposed to do when people are talking so much shit? Right. And it's like affecting your livelihood if you're um your career yeah like if you are on stage like me and Brittany have talked about this in a couple episodes where it's like a lot of your favorite celebrities they look young still Mm -hmm. because they have had plastic surgery even the black ones yes even the black ones (laughs) and I know (laughs) y'all something I heard about it's like one of my favorite celebrities ever she gets like some kind of treatment I don't think it's like you know how some celebrities they get that uh iv and it's like full of nutrients or something like that and they get that but it's something different than that that she gets regularly and somebody had like spilled the tea and i never say anything about it because i don't want nobody to know who it is <laughs> there, there's so many i could i could like speculate because some people just like really really like you know 
nice and full and stuff and which the big thing right now is like fillers so i'm just like if you want a chunky face like you could just do what i do and eat a lot of pizza because <laughs> this ain't going nowhere right now oh, this is mm-hmm. still here and it's you know very very i mean if you wanted this like it's very easy girl just go to your local pizza shop <laughs> and enjoy yourself you don't have to do all this you know um waiting and wondering if it's gonna come out okay but um yeah there's this like myth that people who look the same because you know people like to do those comparison pictures like oh this person looked like this in 2005 but now they look like this in 2022 or whatever and it's just like yes they're supposed to age girl like <laughs> you're making or if they don't age oh my god she still looks the same yeah and it's like I feel like um I feel like people are starting to like clue into men a lot more now because the 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 town favorite is like Paul Rudd and stuff. And everybody's like, girl. He got plastic surgery. I feel like he might get some. Maybe not like, mm. you know, full like moving up things around. But you know, some people get like little touch-ups and stuff. But I mean, like, there's so many plastic surgery procedures that were like at this point in time, like in 1992, would be, you know more like high-end or exclusive mm-hmm. where like now like you know there's like people like down the street from me like yeah you can get botox I'm like what yeah I and botox know. is used for lots of different things but downstairs me like hey y'all hook me up just look it up the only plastic surgery i ever wanted was a bbl and that's the but most I'm, popular one right now i feel like but i think i'm over it now i, I was like okay so Y'all know, well, I used to have be a dancer or whatever. And there was like uh, girls at the club who had like butt shots and they wouldn't give the lady, like you had to like speak in a, a secret language to get the woman's name who did it. Like they didn't want to share it with you or whatever. Her name was Mama Wee and I'm pretty sure she's in jail. She was like, uh, a, she did it all to all the girls in Dallas. I feel like she but was on the news. For, for sure she was on the news. I feel like she Mama was on the news. Yeah. Or Wee Wee, yeah um but somebody had gave me her number finally and I had the money I was like it was like five hundred dollars or something like that and I called the number and uh I guess I sounded scared or something and she just like hung up in my face oh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like well I'll just keep my yeah but that's crazy I mean that's the only one I thought about because I'm like I was like man if I had a big butt I'd be so powerful <laughs> to think like that but at the time that's how I was like my life would change I'll never be broke again but um I don't know I'm, I'm kind of over it now I'm kind of just letting it I'm, I'm okay with aging now like sometimes uh because like uh what is it called like visibility online you'll get people will be like are you older well one time somebody said your kids should be on twitter not you I was girl like, hey. they're so dumb <laughs> like where my kid is I produce I can be on here too like but anyway um and it would have it would have hurt my feelings but I was just like I really don't care like I'm you're gonna get old I'm old if you if nobody don't kill you or you don't die you gonna get old so it's like it's just that's just the way it is now down the line if I get a whole bunch of money I might but it's not like a main thing in my head like I gotta get this I gotta get this I don't think about it as much as I used to yeah I feel like um because like procedures 
um, whether they're like super like like a BBL where it's like you know doing a whole lot or just like maybe getting like fillers or Botox or something like so many people know the procedures by name now which is like so crazy because it's so more like widely accessible I don't know if it's accepted but it's very accessible um but it's also like I don't know people get so mad like when people do get surgery um that is kind of like I don't know what you wanted them to do (laughs) yeah the BBL trend is over it's like it's not I don't know how to feel about that one like they're saying the BBL look is going out and all this like I mean people will always like a big butt but I never looked at it as like a trend I just wanted a big butt yeah I feel like for like us as black people like that's always been the thing yeah I don't think like I feel like it's weird just like I'm like oh you it's over there want to bite <laughs> you want to bite because it's a trend what are you about to do with all that <laughs> like, exactly. like what's going on over there but um yeah that's kind of like I feel like in this movie like you would never <laughs> like she, oh. Meryl got a BBL she did kind of she... get it lifted she did she did <laughs> It was like a little like pop. <laughs> that was still my favorite. I feel like that was my favorite special effect. That one in the hole in the stomach with the water. I thought that was great. <laughs> did y'all think like um, the music or like the score of this movie, did y'all relate that to like maybe like uh, one of those Tim Burton movies where it's like the score kind of matches the movie or like and I thought it was, I thought it was Danny Elfman when I looked at it. I was like, maybe Danny Elfman did this. He did not, but it was giving that a little bit. Yeah, there was like some, uh, it was like very mystical. Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, kind of thing. I couldn't, some of the songs sounded familiar. I was like, what is that? But I never like looked up like what was in the, in the credits. And then, yeah, it was a yeah. completely different. Um, it was poser. some guy named Alan. Silver Street. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of movies, but um, I don't know. I feel like this is one of those movies where that the score was like just as important as the dialogue too. Yeah, every time they showed the potion, it was kind of like a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that though. Yeah, that potion was so. Uh... <laughs> I remember you said that the potion looked like, um, or no, the like Katy Perry made some perfume and it looked exactly yes. like the potion. Yeah. I wonder if that was on purpose. <laughs> she made it fat though i have it like the bottle is fat it's not like uh how that the potion bottle was a little bit smaller than the the, the, the bottle of this perfume but it had to be it's like the same color mm-hmm. that had to be her inspo yeah maybe they couldn't do it because it was like uh i don't know yeah like some you know it is because it's like very pointy too this is very this is almost yeah, exactly hmm. I wonder, yeah i it's wonder if- pretty good I wonder if it's like a, they were like, we can't keep it upright if it's so skinny. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I love, I actually, what does it smell like? I want to know. Does it smell good? Hold on, let me get it, y'all. <laughs> Wait. Uh, hold on a second. I'll be right back. Okay. It kind of smells like um, that Britney Spears perfume a little bit. Hmm. It's got that, it's really strong and like, teeny bop I don't know the scents and everything I forget she's got one that's like really popular but I can't it's like what came out when I was in high school or something it's like pink or something curious oh maybe remember those commercials with like the butterfly and stuff they used to come on after uh 
I think they used to play that commercial with her reality show. Okay. Because uh, I came out UPN. Yes. Why Britney get UPN? I don't. I don't know. That's when they was gonna be CW. I'm sure They're that like, was right. probably they were like, we if we continue this uh, TV show, we'll just like slide you over with it's all the CW. other ones. <laughs> the evils of the CW. <laughs> Um, so I think for me, for this movie, I would like to know from actually from all of you would like, if you could like update this, like, okay. So like the remake, if the remake actually does come out, what would you kind of want to see? Would you like to see like this from like a male perspective? Because I feel like that would be like the real tea because like we never see, the only time we see men get plastic surgery is like when it's real bad, like, yeah, like real bad. Cause the last thing I think I saw was like that Abercrombie. Um, Oof. Oh. <laughs> Cause I didn't realize, I thought that was just how he looked. And then I saw all these old pictures. I was like, oh, he used to be okay. Yeah. All right. And then I was like, oh, oh no, oh no. But like, that's the only time you really ever see that is like when it's like real intense. But I'm like, some of these like men who don't age, like, I feel like. Yeah, that would, that would be what I, I would want to see the, the male perspective too. They got to mm-hmm. cover that. Maybe it's got to be uh, a woman and a man instead of like uh, Helen versus Madeline. Maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. How about you, Brittany? Um, I possibly came up with a very chaotic pitch for it. Let's hear it. Um, it pitch is this some, movie. It's some kind of fitness influencer. It is a man. He does like all of the like fitness influencer things like uh, shooting up double dosing on like a testosterone, you know, doing like the UV lights on the butt, like not the butt, the balls and shit just to like stay youthful. You know, he's like sunning his taint, all those kind of things, you know, doing like the protein shakes and all that stuff just to stay youthful. But like none of that shit is actually working because it's all bullshit. Um, <laughs> So he has to find that source of youth to maintain his following. Like that is what we're chasing. So he can't stay buff and fit forever, but that's what he wants because that's what the bros need, bro. So he is introduced to someone. Let's say, say someone named Simon or some shit. I don't know. And Simon has the key to youth, the potion. Mm. So it's another potion. Another potion, or like I don't know, a protein shake, you know, a protein shake, a glowing protein shake. Yeah, yeah it has to glow. If it doesn't glow, mm-hmm. then like please take it home. Yeah, redo yeah. that. I don't, yeah, like what does what does youth mean to men? I don't know. What does youth mean that. to men? I would like to see it because you know right now the thing is that they do is get the little hairline things going, mm-hmm. and yeah, apparently now true. they're getting height surgery, which I thought was a myth. <laughs> I didn't know you that was that. something that I had personally looked into. Brittany, how tall are you? She's like um, my height. <laughs> oh no, no, sorry. I'm lying. She's a stallion. I'm six foot tall. Okay, yeah. For real? No. She's you don't. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I really like that. I'm sorry, Brie. She's she's like my height for real. <laughs> Which like, no, yeah. We're like the same height, I think. 
right? Yeah. It's been a long time since we stood next to each other. Um, Brittany just likes to call herself a stallion. Yeah. Are you a it's pony, Brittany? Huh? He's a pony. Are you a pony? Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with being a little shell pony. When I was younger, I wanted to be shorter. I felt like, really? you know, Yeah, I was like, uh, I'm I'm 5'8", but I'm like, damn, I'm tall. I got long arms, this and that, you know, lanky a little bit. Like, yeah, I wish I could be short, whatever. But, you know, eventually being tall, thanks, Megan. Being tall is like the thing. So I'm like, okay, I'm cool with being tall. Yeah. Well, I think that's why Brittany's a stallion at heart. Right up in here. (laughs) I don't think I've ever thought about my height, really, because I usually don't realize I'm that short until I'm next to somebody who's tall. And also my best friend is like six foot two or something. She's very tall. Uh, like with no shoes on so she's she's a pretty tall girl so I've always been the short person when I like went around her house and some so I was like okay this is this is normal but y'all can always find shoes right no well I got big feet what, yeah, what size shoes are platforms like a nine and a half that's what size I wear and then you know that's like the thing though like now people are like everybody's like nine and a half before it was like everybody was like an eight or something so yeah. everybody's buying all the nine and a half so it's rough out here I know it's yeah. Get yeah. And I'm not getting a 10 and having my foot slide around <laughs> there, create a situation. So, uh, yeah, that's not, that's not ideal, but I had no idea you could do that surgery, that height length. There's a page on Twitter. That's like, like, I forgot the name of it, but it's like, bro, there's a surgery for everything. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. your sh- shoulders is like, it's all kind of little surgery. You would never know. Would yeah. Never know. Yeah, that's um. I wonder how that would like work though. Like, what you what you do with your shoulders? I know how you mess shoulders. It's like it, man. I don't remember exactly <laughs> what it was, but it like made their shoulders. It made their skin look like clear or or something <laughs> like that. I, I just looked at it for a second, but I was like, "What Some shoulder surgery?" Yeah, that's when you're just kind of like, I don't know. Maybe they had. I hope it's something like they hurt themselves, but I can't imagine me just going here. Yeah, fix fix this <laughs> it's just a little too I don't know I know there's like people who are like broad-shouldered who don't like that but uh, yeah maybe that's that. maybe that's the thing um that they don't like but I see those pages too that they have on Twitter I'm like I don't know if I should do all this that I'd be getting a little <laughs> one time I just like kept stayed on it so I'm like, yeah if you be like what you can do what <laughs> Yeah, I do for a living. Yeah, I get surgery for any little thing. Oh, my finger, finger slimmer or something. Oh yeah, you can make my hands smaller because my hands are huge. (laughs) Yeah, mine too. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think I'd want anybody. You know, I don't want anybody to fuck up anything. I need these hands. These are my. I have to. I need my computer hands. (laughs) So I don't want anybody to mess those up. But um. Yeah, that's kind of, I think the, I think the male perspective, I think people might have an issue with it in general because people are very touchy, touchy about surgery, Um, but also like, and like just depictions of, um, I guess like body image in Mm -hmm. movies. So I don't Mm -hmm. know if that would go over well. Um, That's the only thing I can I would be worried about with like a remake besides it being terrible would be like (laughs) if like people get a whiff of like the plot and be like the fuck yeah yeah that wouldn't work 
see that getting tanked pretty easily <laughs> unfortunately maybe that's why you figured out why that's yeah why. yeah i feel like a lot of movies that people want to remake um they have to kind of overcome that um because things are so different now like there's so much more discussion about body image um probably not all of it that good but like i know some people will be like no you can't do it would that. have to be ridiculous it would have to be just as ridiculous as this one yeah like super campy and like because if it was like they can't remake this like bel-air they can't make it they can't make this serious <laughs> make this um um what was that oh wait is, wait what was that um was that hostile part two when they had the lady who was yeah like, sacrificing right. women for when she went blood? elizabeth bathory yeah did you see hostile part two brie uh-uh that's okay. It's just as ridiculous as part one, I think. But Brittany's so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brittany is very excited. Um, yeah, there was like some, uh, I don't remember who, like, who was playing these characters, but like one of the, one of the people that was, I guess, paying for the hostile entertainment was some lady who was getting girls blood drained on her, basically. Wait a minute. Weren't they like suspended in air and she like, they bleed on her Mm -hmm. so she can absorb their nutrients. (laughs) Like Okay. That's like a coven. Yeah. Like um, Elizabeth um, Bathory, the the countess who used to bathe in blood for Mm -hmm. his youth properties or whatever. Yeah, Hostel got a lot of stuff going on. Like Hostel, <laughs> that's a real person. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that was actually a real person back in um, like Eastern Europe or something, and she used to like torture, um, like her peasants, like peasant, random peasants and like maids and stuff, and like she would have like a. It was usually like other women, but um, yeah, she would like torture them and do crazy shit to their fingernails, all kinds of stuff. But she yeah. was mostly known for like bathing in people's blood, which I guess is like debated, but like definitely yeah. the torture was uh pretty <laughs> pretty well mm-hmm. established because people would be disappearing left and right. People would be like, don't send your children up there. Uh, <laughs> which okay. is pretty bad. But um yeah she was like some like noble woman or something like that. So she basically like you couldn't tell her shit. She just like go find me another one. <laughs> so she still ain't cute. No, she, yeah, she had um, she had a lot of like health issues, I think, from like inbreeding or something, because like uh-huh. you know the royals and all that. So, um, that was uh, yeah. she had a lot of problems. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think if they went to that level, that might be interesting. But they'd have to do right by every every part of that story. <laughs> like if it was turned into a horror story, maybe. Yeah. I wish, I don't know if you can make that funny though, because that's part of the best parts about this movie is the, is the humor. <laughs> I don't know if you can make bloodletting and torture funny. That would be, I don't know who has the skill. Who has the skill to do that? Uh, they're gone, so nobody. <laughs> oh, who would it be? And they passed Um, Wes Craven. Well, uh, William, um, Kevin Williamson. Oh, like the, the, As a writer. the writer duo, director yeah. duo. I mean, um, they didn't do a good job with the um, Scream 5, but um, <laughs> that was terrible. I didn't yeah, see it. Yeah, it was bad. I, 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 had a, I had a feeling it was going to be rough. I wanted to see what Brittany said, and she said it was terrible. <laughs> it was bad. It's not worth it. 
but the director's a Scream 5. Mike could, I don't know if they wrote Scream 5, but the directors of Scream 5 could do it. Okay. Because they did Ready or Not. That's which the one is with fun. the girl. Mm-hmm. With, the, with the board games. Did you see that one, Brie? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. That's the, um, she like marries into this family and they have some like, it's like a board, they, what, like their family owns like a board game company, but then they also make, they have like this weird ritual of like. When you marry into the family, on the wedding night, you have to pick a board game or a game, and whatever game you pick, you have to play that game. And shit happens. But yeah, it's like worse than that. It's like not, they're not even playing the game; they're just like shooting at each other. <laughs> and so they picked hide and seek. Yeah, it was hide and seek, but like with murder. Ooh. Yeah. I watch. Yeah, I for- I've only seen it once, but yeah, I forgot about that one. Something like that, a little, a little jazzy. <laughs> it might be. Cause it was kind of funny in parts, but it's mm-hmm. also very like gory. So it was I can handle it. Yeah, it yeah. No, it was. It was. I think me, me and Dalla went and saw that together, and that was pretty fun. So that was a win. That was a good one. I would, I would do that one. So I guess um that brings us to my favorite lit and also least favorite part of the show, which is recommendations. <laughs> because I'm terrible at them. So does anybody have recommendations for what to watch um, with Death Becomes Her? Um, since we all like this movie, um, what would you guys suggest? What okay. gives would Death Becomes Her gives? Brittany, you want to go? Um, okay, I'm going to take a swerve. <laughs> to a different lane okay but you kind of capture your youth and you learn about somebody else it's a little different but I feel like it could possibly work with death becomes her okay and it's freaky Friday (laughs) (laughs) which one 2003 okay the Lindsay Lohan one yes um because Jamie Lee Curtis is switching places with her daughter, Lindsay Lohan. And she doesn't have time to learn. Like as a businesswoman, she doesn't have time for anything. Like she's busy, busy, busy. And she's kind of like letting her life kind of go with work. And she's not like taking time um, by switching places with her daughter, Lindsay Lohan. She's kind of like regaining some of her youth back. Okay. So she is kind of like chasing youth in a different way. Okay. And also, it's a fun movie. I literally watch. have never seen that movie. Only because, <laughs> only because I do not do well with like fish out of water stories. That's the only reason. I know it's a classic, it's highly well regarded. Um, but yeah, that one, it always makes me so anxious. <laughs> like, do you know you're in the wrong place? You're in the wrong place. Get back to the right place. <laughs> so I've never seen Freaky Friday, but that makes sense. Cause she was talking about she was like the crypt keeper. <laughs> it's it's so fun. It has it has a lot of like fun stuff. It's also like very early aughts, and it's Those are always it's fun. like costuming and it's music and, and she was it in the is band. of the time. Wasn't she in a band? Yes. Yeah, she had like the um. What are those? What were we? Why are we wearing those? We're like the short shirt over the long, very hot topic with the mm, lots mesh. of ties. 
Why were we wearing ties? That was wrong. Oh, that's yeah. Avril's fault. Yeah, <laughs> God damn you, Avril. <laughs> I wanted one of those two. I wanted one of those ties and I wanted some bands and I got one of two. I came to my sense. That girl in that tie. video. I'm thinking about that girl in that uh, video at the, I, the Apple store. She had oh. ties on, didn't she? Which one is that one? Which is dancing to that Puerto Ricky song. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Then she had ties on her arm. Yes. She well, had on layers like, and she had on like yes. the um, mesh arm things that I used so to wear hard. to school with layers. Are you, are yeah, I dress like that. Like the fingerless gloves? <laughs> mm-hmm. But they were I mesh. used to have that and then I used to have on my like um, bracelets, the jelly bracelets. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that why was it's me. so hard. <laughs> Clash of worlds. Okay. So I had to think about this and I had to search movies that are similar because I cannot think of any movie that is similar okay. to that. Okay, that's not like me. <laughs> so so uh, I would say The Fly. Okay. Because okay. I haven't seen The Fly in a long time, but he's like obsessed with this idea. I mean, he's not obsessed with vanity or anything, but he's obsessed with this idea. He destroys himself towards the end. You know, he's disgusting and, that, and we were talking about, okay, the male version. It's not quite the male version because it's not for vain purposes. If you want to see a man destroy himself, watch the fly. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about that because we didn't really talk about like the, I guess like the body horror aspects of this, which is just like, yeah. like I don't know if it, it's not Cronenberg level body horror, but like, you know, it's not like squishy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is, you know, skin peeling and uh you know yeah. body parts not in the right place um that kind of thing so that's such a good movie we haven't talked about that movie on here yet Brittany we have to maybe we could pair it with crash oh god crash no she wants to talk about the the Cronenberg crash where people like to fuck it oh. the, they used to fuck at um car, car crash ties yeah but I don't know I don't know what she's going through, y'all. <laughs> I was like, wait, I, mean, I, I just want to race. watch the movie and talk about it. Not that crash, not the race war crash. <laughs> the other one. And I was like, Brittany, your mind. What are those the same? Yeah, we got to, <laughs> we need some connections to that one. Yeah, she really wants to talk about crash. I don't know when that's going to happen, y'all. I just, I don't know. I'm not opposed about to it. it. For like, like two years. Yeah, I don't, I'm not opposed, but I wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> um, the one car movie, the boom, boom, the French car movie, crash, boom. Which French car movie? The French car movie when she had a little, the little auto buy. Oh, um, are you talking about Titan? Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen that one either. I said I was, but <laughs> it's been so long. Maybe I'll watch that tonight and I'll have to give you my review. Ew. I'm looking at this man's face on oh, the crash. It's like a poster. He's sucking some woman titty and his face messed up. <laughs> Maybe his face is just like that. Is his face messed up, I Brittany? Have to watch and find out. <laughs> yeah, it has Elias Codius who played Casey Jones in Ninja Turtles, which is how I ended up watching it. That's a, that's a very big leap. I want you to know that as a child. I went from Ninja Turtles to Crash. That's so yeah, that's huge, how it works. That is a huge leap. I yeah. want you to know that. 
it, um, it is girl let just let let britney steer you the wrong direction she'll do it, <laughs> it yeah crash is wild brie so don't take don't say it i can tell by the picture <laughs> i'm trying to find like what it's about it's like <laughs> it's like the plot um, is so it's just basically people have sex at car crash scenes right yeah that's they, what it says yeah. sex car crashes yeah okay mm-hmm. i'm worried because i haven't seen it but everybody says that it's profound Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's also- based on a book okay yeah. and it's Cronenberg right yeah it's Cronenberg so something, something fucked up is going to happen so body wise <laughs> limbs and uh, yeah I can already see that being pretty pretty intense um, <laughs> I'm worried did we talk about that on this show girl do it she's going to get me to do it by the end of the year probably <laughs> Yes, I, I already had one off my list, and that was Imitation of Life. That was my one. <laughs> I did that myself, and that was my own fault. Um, I don't know. My recommendation, I just I kept thinking of, like, the caddy aspect. I just kept thinking of Mean Girls, but maybe also the craft. There's some craft. A little bit of body horror in there. Um, a little bit of getting some power and and letting it take control of your life <laughs> so uh i that's the only ones i could think of really um i don't really know if there's any really good plastic surgery movies i feel so bad that i don't know it's probably a john waters film or something like that let me see nip tuck is a tv show oh gosh just watch nip <laughs> just watch a yeah, ryan watch murphy feature face off oh yeah i haven't seen that but have you seen that Brittany? i know you're a fan you, you know i have how is it is it is it is it, something it is, that we should suggest to the listeners i mean yes it has it has nicholas cage as john travolta as nicholas cage and it also has john travolta as nicholas cage as john travolta question mm-hmm. do they have to talk like each other um they try to oh god they're like they're <laughs> acting as one another so like at, when the faces boom boom come off they are I need to technically this. portraying each other like they have this. switched they have technically freaky friday i need to see this only as, because like people one is like a Wasn't there, are they spies and one is like trying to catch them so like they yeah. have Freaky oh, Friday yeah. their roles and they faced off. I can't imagine Nicolas Cage acting like John Travolta. Mm-hmm. That alone. Nicolas Cage is just... He tries. He tries. He's I, I've dubbed him the king of the nepotism babies. Mm-hmm. As of He's late. a talented Coppola. He tries very hard. Nobody ever seems to know that he's very, very well connected family wise. Because <laughs> there's so much ridiculous stuff that he does. Like, why would you even think that first? Yeah, um, yeah. I love the I love the nepotism baby conversation only because I'm like, you know, you would some of these people if you knew who their family were, they would blow your fucking mind <laughs> for real. <laughs> the man's 
father was it is it his uncle francis Ford mm-hmm. coppola's uncle is, is using his yes, own his, his own hundred million dollars to make some movie that he's been wanting to make for like 30 years or something just because he can because he has a hundred million dollars laying around <laughs> Well, um, yeah, so those are our recommendations. We got Mean Girls and The Craft. We got Possibly Crash and The Fly. And we have, which one you want to do? Which one was yours, Brittany? Oh, it was Fly. The Fly and then Face Off. Freaky Friday. Well, and Freaky Friday. I need to watch again myself because I don't really know what's going on. Maybe we should not suggest Face Off, but definitely Freaky Friday. (laughs) That's a good one to start with, I guess. Um, So this is typically where we would um get you to plug uh whatever you're doing Bree. um tell us where the people can find you and and kind of what your your um future plans are future plans are still developing but if you want to find me uh, i'm on twitter twitter.com slash brie malandro instagram brie malandro i'm not really on tiktok i have one tiktok if you want to look at it you can go to brie malandro Wow. Everything else is still under construction. Okay. And we'll like list your like links down, um, like in our description box, but, um, yeah, go follow Brie, um, get your, your knowledge on, learn some things, see some pretty pictures at the very least, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. you know, open your mind and, 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 um, and get a Come taste of my world. Yeah, get a taste of pop culture. Um, I should just say that Brie, I have met Brie in person. She's very sweet. Um, and every time we've hung out has been a great time. So um, like we said earlier in the episode, like keep doing what you're doing. Um, because what you are doing is very important as far as like preserving pop culture. Because one of the fun things about the internet is like not every the internet is forever but sometimes in some ways you know when i go it's find really a, not when i find a broken mm-hmm. link it kind of breaks my heart <laughs> right okay. yeah so what you're doing is is pretty important especially if, like in this age of kind of weird information times um you're needed and you're mm-hmm. just a sweet person we love you Brie. we're so happy you came on the show i love y'all yeah. too thank you i had a great time i'm so hot right now oh god i'm in my room and it's like the hottest room in my apartment and it's so hot outside but i had a, a wonderful time speaking with you ladies today yes yes um so if you guys want to follow us um, you can find us at um, on Twitter at uh, BLK Girl Film Club, on Instagram at Black Girl Film Club. Uh, email us, um, blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com. Go on our website. It is under construction. Just don't look at it. Um, but it's blackgirlfilmclub.com. Um, and you can follow us, iTunes, uh, not iTunes, sorry, Apple Podcasts, um, throwback, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, like, um, leave us a review. It helps um, rate us. And also you can support us with a coffee. That's ko-fi.com slash Black Girl Film Club. Slide us a dollar if you like this episode. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Yeah. I'm doing the money, the money, like rubbing my thumbs together. Yeah. Let it rain on us. <laughs> Basically, it's for site maintenance, you know, other fun things, fun, sexy things like that. But um, yeah, we're trying to bring you guys as much content as we can. Um, So if there's no more notes, no more other things, 
Anybody has any announcements to say? Anything you want to add to the church program? No. No. Any addendums? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Well, we loved having Bree. We'll have to have her back soon. Um, Love y'all. But before any of us keeps roasting, we're going to go. <laughs> say bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.